So welcome everybody out there to <laughs> Divorce Devil episode 146. Uh, today we're talking about 10 positive habits to cultivate after a divorce. Uh, wow. She's still laughing. <laughs> hey, I was honest. Like straight up. No. 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 I don't I don't know about control like, burns. Aren't you, aren't you like in like broadcasting <clears throat> and podcasting? No. Don't you need to be in the know? Oh God. No. So anyway, this is That's 146. What everybody wants to hear is that slurping girl clearing your throat. Episode 146, Divorce Devil. <laughs> we're, a, we're a local podcast here in Carl Springs, and we try to help other people heal from divorce. <laughs> you having fun? I am. Oh, I have right. Dutch Bros. Yeah. It's been a while. Sugar. Bam. Bam. <laughs> all right. So um, 10 positive habits to cultivate after your divorce. So there's some things you shouldn't do. Yeah. And there's some things you should do. What are what's one of the things you should do, Rachel? <laughs> Laugh. <laughs> Rachel. Laugh. Hell yeah, that's in Laugh. there. <laughs> Laugh at yourself because that shit is funny. Um, I I think it's one of those things like, um, you know, you really have to see where you've come and where you were, and then just those little tiny steps. Like I didn't cry. But and what helps you with that? Journaling. Journaling. Oh, my God. I love journaling. Uh, Divorce of episode 145. Journaling. Uh, Um, Journaling. Each day is like, you know what? I woke up. I didn't cry five hours. I only cried four. Um, I made it through the day without thinking about it. I, you know. Oh, shit. What? Oh, you don't have the list. (laughs) I do have the list. What? Oh. I am prepared. Don't worry. All right. The list on there? Okay. Yeah, I do. So what's um, number one then? Practice gratitude. How do you practice gratitude? I just told you. Oh, thank you. The little Thanks tiny for listening. Steps. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for listening. Each day, write down a few things you're grateful for to shift your mindset into a positive direction. Like, I think I, my, most of my life I've been one of those people that tries to put a positive spin on things, you know, like, okay, well... Or make it sarcastic or jokey or laugh my way through things. And I think when you, because if you live in the negative, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a negative response if you keep, eventually, if if you keep talking negative, it's going to happen. Speak it into existence. Yeah, because you keep, you know, replaying that. And you're like, okay, cool, cool story. Yeah, this is going to suck. Well, of course it's going to suck if you think it's going to suck. Yep. But, you know, and that's like, one of the things I tell my son, I was like, if you think positively, it may not work exactly how you think, but it might be a better experience if you do it in a positive setting. Gotcha. Right? So not, if you go not in saying negative, that that you talk positive all the time and great things happen. Yeah. Maybe one little thing positive yeah. happens and, and it's worth it. I had a sucky practice. Well, did you have a sucky practice or a sucky five seconds? Yeah. Or a sucky, you know, your skate was funny or you hit an edge or whatever, you know? So like you didn't have a... The whole practice wasn't terrible, just five minutes of it, but you dwelled on that five minutes. So try to think positively. And again, when you're going through divorce, there's not a lot of positive that you can go for. Like, nope. I'm fucking getting divorced. Yep. I'm going to be single. I have to move. I have to move. I have to take my kids out of school or uh, get a new car, or buy a new house, do all those things. Yes, there are, there's a lot of things that are suck-ish. But, but you can get through it. If you just we like, did it. little if we do it, steps If we did it, anybody can do yeah. it. Just little tiny things. You know, I am grateful I have one friend today. I am grateful I ate lunch today. 
I am grateful I got to go to the bathroom today. <laughs> Little tiny steps. Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. Number two, spend time outdoors. Get your yeah. ass outside. Yeah. Um, get some fresh air. Get some yep. vitamin D. Yeah. Even if there's control burns, you can, you know, <laughs> breathe some of the smoke. But get your ass outside. You know, you know, get the vitamin D. Um, and we're talking about real vitamin D, by the way. Um <laughs> That's called the big D, not vitamin D. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want any vitamin D. Uh, that I don't want the big D. No. I, I, I want vitamin D. <laughs> anyway, spend outdoors. Getting out in nature, going for walks, or playing sports can relieve stress and improve your mood. Just walking. Yep. It does so much for your body. You walk can... at lunchtime. Walk at lunchtime. Yep. At, have you ever walked at lunch? Walked yeah. at lunch? Yeah. We okay. see that well when I lived up in Larkspur, there's like a little trail behind our school and some of that, and people would we would walk like you would walk through the parking lot and then in the back of the thing and come all the way around, and then it was the perfect timing. Like what about here, the new place? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no time to walk. No, what what is that? What is lunch? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, um, lunch. Okay, um, take some lunch, baby. Hey, lunch. take take Chicken control lunch. of your life. Yeah. Well, anytime I like go to get my lunch or like get it out of the refrigerator it's always when like the major events happening so whatever um just going for a walk put your headphones on don't put your headphones on listening to nature just getting outside of that space sometimes your home can be stressful because you know like i'm alone there's nobody here because my kids are at you know their dads or um i don't have a pet because either we split them in half or you know i got half a dog i got no dog um yeah, I lost all my friends in the divorce. I've got no friends, so I can't go out. So your home can be depressing, right? Yep. For moments. Get out. So get out. Go do things. Go see new parts of your city. I'm sure there's lots of parts of your city that you have not explored because you were too busy being a mom, too busy being a spouse, be too busy doing the thing, running the sports. Now you have some time because you're... You, you're dads, only, too. Yeah, and dads, too. So... Get out and do something for yourself. And then maybe get a little exercise and, you know, get your revenge body. Hmm. <laughs> Join a support group. Yeah. Number three, connecting with others. Going through a similar situation can help you feel less alone. But don't get with people that are like psycho divorced. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so well, let's 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 say that you're like like a six out of ten, mm-hmm. where ten is worse. Don't don't hang around people that are nine or nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. I think too, like. You know, when I went to that divorce group, um, were, I don't know. Were there any hot babes there? I wasn't checking out the babes. <laughs> Come on. If I was your friend, I said, hey, are there any hot mamas there? You're supposed to say, yeah, Dave. Yeah, there are. I don't remember. I honestly think like the first month was a blur. Yep. And then from like, you know, just taking the things that I needed from it. Um, there were some hot guys in my divorce group because I was there. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I think at that point in my life too, I was just like, nope, walls, nothing. Was it was it guys and girls? Yeah, was yeah, okay. yeah. Um, there was nothing other than I'm really pissed off. I'm really sad. I'm really this. I don't know how to move on from this. I've, there's no books that I want to read about this. Like, what do I do? What is this normal? Is this normal? Is this normal? Mine was more or less going. Am I actually crazy or was I normal and? Validated, Like, those were the things I got from those groups. You were too busy. Well, and a lot of times, I think the divorce groups helped me realize how 
nice my divorce was. Does that make sense? Oh, hell yeah. Like, yeah. oh, what? Oh, yeah, like, what did you say? You got a, uh, you got a restraining order? Is that a script for Netflix and, or is this and, your real life? And your husband tried to kill you? Yeah, like, okay. what? Okay, wow, what? What? Yeah. Or your your wife tried to feel you, feed you antifreeze? <laughs> Or fentanyl. Duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's right? like, man, people killing people with fentanyl. What the hell? Oh, the children book ladies. Yes. Children's books. What? And, and then I saw that she's trying to, she was trying to blame her brother for getting fentanyl from like Mexico or something. <laughs> God, it's people. That Mexico fentanyl. Mexico you gotta worry fentanyl, about. man. Not just it's the bad. fact that you want to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The, the groups, you have to, I don't know. I think at, at it's that fine line. You are at such a vulnerable state going into that group, but yep. you don't have to speak, you know, like any, it's like the AA meetings. Hi, my name is, and I'm addicted to shopping or whatever. Yep. Um, but it's more or less, I've been divorced. I'm going through a divorce. It's going on this. This is what happened. Here's my side. And again, it's one-sided because your yep. spouse is not there. Um, make me feel better. And a lot of times I didn't feel better. I felt oh, like, no. oh shit. Why am I complaining? Stop oh, yeah. bitching. Like, it was all relative. Yeah. Yep. And so I think, you know, support groups are good, but you got to know when you're healed past the stage and when to leave. <laughs> <laughs> when to, when to hold them, when to fold them. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, you know what? Divorce, I, I don't divorce recovery stuff. poker. Know <laughs> <laughs> when to fold them. Exactly. Hey, I think I'm a better place than you. I won't be coming back anymore. Uh, you because you guys are bringing me down. You guys are bringing me down. Yeah. You guys are sucking me in. So I'm yeah. going to have to not, not come here anymore. But thank you for the poker. It's like the friend group you didn't want to be a part of, but yeah. you just kind of got drawn Sucked into. In. And you're like, hmm, I'm going to just exit stage left. No, but it was very good. There was a lot of, they had a couple speakers come into, like, it wasn't just divorce. It was like um, any type of life changing event can be put into this learning of, <laughs> you know, it's okay to feel this way. You don't always have to say I'm fine. It's okay to reach reach for someone's support, even if you're not good at that. If you're the healer, if you're the person that always fixes things, mm -hmm. it's okay to not be that for those moments. But you also have to know who you are and what you'll accept and what you won't accept. And I think what Boundaries. that does. Yeah, and that divorce group really did like, okay, no. Because a lot of people would come and like read texts. For their, from their ex. Like, this is what he said. How do I respond? Okay, hold on, Sally. Yeah. Relax. Let's not say... That's, that's not healing. I shall murder you at 2 a.m. Like, yep. don't say that. You know, so I think when you're going through any life-changing event, you want to feel a part of something. You want to know that it's going to be okay, and you want to know how long this is going to take so I can start to feel better, but there's no timeline. Yeah. So... And you're support, hanging out with like-minded like yeah. people. And don't get stuck on those negative, like, ah, they're all assholes. Because like, at one point I was like, ah, no, I'm good. Sorry. Yep. I'm just going to be an asshole back. So That's, yeah. Number four, most important, make self-care a priority. I think this is our favorite. Do relaxing. Well, that and forgiveness. Yeah. Do relaxing activities <laughs> like yoga, meditation, massage, or take up a soothing hobby. What's a soothing hobby? What, what do you think a soothing hobby is? Massage? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's that massage prior to that. Okay. What's what's another soothing hobby? I don't know. Soothing? <laughs> soothing, yeah. <laughs> rocking. Rock, rocking in a chair with a no, blanket. No, I think any hobby that you don't have to think about your current situation. So, like, my soothing hobby was volleyball. 
I got out my aggression. I got That's to be not competitive. Soothing. No, but it is for me because then I'm like, I'm working up, I'm, I'm exercising, which I need, I, I know I needed to do. I'm also playing a sport I love. I'm feeling great about myself because I'm able to play a sport because I've been playing forever. That wasn't soothing. It was soothing. Okay. Because I got out of my own head, I was competing. Which was another thing, like, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna win, yay, when I didn't. So then when volleyball was over, I was like, Oh, I gotta go home. Yeah. So it was one of those things that wasn't maybe like listening to sounding bowls or doing some Reiki, but it was definitely soothing from my heart because it was helping me heal and finding my passions again. Hmm. If that makes sense. Mine I feel was... like yoga is and meditation and massage are soothing hobbies. That's what those are. Yeah. So Make yourself a priority in whatever that is, whatever makes you more of you. Mine was riding my bike, riding my bitch, rode my bitch. Like I went through three sets of tires. Killed you it. like that hard seat between your legs? Seriously. Seriously. Maybe you should take a biking. <laughs> no. Hold on a second. <laughs> I have a comfy sit seat. A sit. A comfy Good sit. Good boy. <laughs> sit. I have a comfy seat, and it has like the. It has like a. Um, uh, the middle part is hollowed out so it doesn't sit on your pubic synthesis. <laughs> pubic synthesis. Say well, that real fast. Well, don't you paint your, 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 your peanuts in okay, there? Okay, what? Don't your peanuts get squished in there? No. Okay, this is why I'm I'm, I'm a girl. Yeah. Like, if you're sitting on there and your man, your balls are sitting on the seat, won't they, like, get squished in the hole? Aren't we doing divorce recovery or, I, or are we I'm doing sorry, man I'm parts riding? I'm trying to think of, like, boys riding bikes with holes in the center. No, the whole, does it look like those the, trucks with the, the balls? The no, they kind of hang on the side. They don't hang in the middle. They kind of hang on the side. It's like, hey, what if you stop short? <laughs> <laughs> you get a pulled nut. Only you. I'm just thinking, so, like, as sometimes a girl, you like, feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Don't spit. Don't stop short. <laughs> yeah, mounds got nut. Peter Paul mounds don't. <laughs> Oh wow! It's Where the hell did we go? Um, <laughs> number five, for your pleasure. <laughs> foster new friendships. Start a podcast with a friend. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go. Foster Make new friendships. New friends. Yep. And they don't have to be the the opposite sex. Because we you don't have to date. Yeah. Just even though Rachel too. did, but don't go out and date right away. No, I did no. not. Not. <laughs> I didn't serial date. No. Um. But just think about our friendship. Like, it was three degrees. Like, you know, Armando knew Peggy, Peggy yep. knew me, and then, you know, because Peggy and I were going to do a podcast, and he learned that, hey, he knew you, and blah, 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 and then here we are. Yep. So this is an outlet for us. This, still this is for a, a soothing computer. hobby. Still waiting for a computer. Guys, That's a story. guys, I don't know anything about technology. Any computer I buy is going to be... The, the Better than what you had. Yeah, right. Yeah. I have like seven at home. This all the memories gone. The batteries don't stay charged. I got like the hand me hand me downs, hand me downs. It's like seven like old boyfriends still computer. at the house. Seven like, boyfriends at the at, at the house. Yeah, that's what it is. It's all like they've got full memory. They got all the things. They just but don't so satisfy old. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I need a new computer for this. You know, satisfaction. Um. Fashion new friendships. But, and I think too, this also, I, this can also be like, you have to assess your friendships that you have pre divorce, in the divorce, and post divorce, because these change, especially if you've only have friends that are 
friends with both of you. Like, you lose friends in the divorce. Like, yeah. oh, they were his first, or mm-hmm. they were her first, or it's her best friend's husband, so now you can't talk about Whatever. Like, I'm not going to tell someone not to be friends with someone because I'm no longer with them, or I'm going to be upset that they hang out. I, that's not how I am. But I see a lot of people that are like that. Like, no, you can't hang out with them because I'm not with them anymore. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. I think friendships go through lots of phases, and you have to be willing to... Not willing. You have to evaluate it enough to be like, you know what? That doesn't work for me anymore. This isn't good for my health. I need to step back why I heal because I can't deal with their shit too. Or I can't give any more of myself to that friendship because it's a, you know, a take, take, take. And if you take anymore, I'm not going to be here anymore. So I think finding new friendships, like, become friends with someone that you may not have been friends with before. Like a different type of person or, you know, like... Somebody, somebody you would never be friends with be like no, no, I don't mean like Whoa. that. Like if you play volleyball, yeah. become friends with the people that you you know pick up a game with. Like, hey, okay. where do you guys hang out? What do you do? You have a common interest, but you know they might be younger or they might be older. I say become friends with someone you like, like off the street. Like he's your meet Frankenstein. Say yo, for his yo, uh, prison warden can aunt I, something. Can I get a smoke? Hey, you want to be friends? Got any fentanyl? Like, like, what the hell, David? No, that's not what we're doing. No? No. You can't get, like, extra extraneous friends. Ooh, that's a big one. Do I even know what that means? Yeah. People, someone you didn't know before. It's like, hey, I don't know you, but can you be my friend? I don't think you pronounced that correctly. Extraneous? Extraneous? I think I did. Extraneous? (laughs) No. If that's the case, that might be weird. Yeah. Okay. Two anuses. Dos anuses. You're a double asshole. What's your personality? Double asshole. Double asshole. Asshole squared. Explain. Explore new interests. Double asshole. Double asshole. Uh, Take a class, learn a new skill, pursue a passion. Go Go to a key party. David, no. No? I mean, if that's your thing, you, okay. I'm not going to judge. All right. Do your thing. All right. But don't go to a key party because party, you might meet a, might a soccer mom. Well, find a double asshole. Du- <laughs> two, two, two asses and one. Two, two. No, like, if there's ever a hobby that, like, if there's ever something that you're like, you know what, I'd love to try that one time, like painting or yep. or forging. Like, you know, Lance got into forged and we were watching during the COVID, we were, watched that forged and fire thing, making knives and stuff. So... We got. I got him a class for his birthday. Now he has a forge, and it's a new hobby that he didn't even know he wanted to do. Does he have a lot of time for it? No, but he enjoys that. So, so you gave him something he can kill you with. I That's what I heard you say. I fight, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I made one, too, but anyway. Yeah, so f- go, you know, we don't always have to have that big, grandiose dream, but yep. try to find some things that you're interested in that you may not have pursued because you were building a family and a career and friendships and the whole community thing. Go back and figure out, you know, I always wanted to do this. I wanted to be a vet. You may not be able to be a vet now, that you could be, but go volunteer at the shelter or go something do, in that do something in those things that will help fulfill you and say, you know what? I might be able to volunteer more time. I might be able to start a, a 5K or a bike thing or pickleball or something. Pick up a new hobby and... Go with it. You know, push yourself a little bit. Move forward. Uh, number seven is when I love. Do, do things that make you smile. Watch funny movies. Go to comedy shows. 
uh, seek out humor and laughter, do a comedy show like we uh, did. That was so episode fun. Episode 100. Our yeah. friend Lisa Lane. She is yeah. killing it. Yeah. She is killing yeah, it. Yeah, we need to hook up with her again. We need to get some some old people back We need to go back, back in and here. see her, yeah. Yeah. Or even do one, a podcast, because she's probably thinking about her. Her probably thought process is totally different now compared to a year ago. Oh, yeah. She's married and yeah, traveling with a bunch that's, of. That's the number school. one uh, look at YouTube uh, video that we have is, is like 235 views. Mm. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see a table with your aspirin in it and some sex toys? There you go. Get it. Netflix friends. There you go. Um, uh, number eight, practice positive affirmations. That's kind of like n- number and, one. Yeah. You know, so, hey, mm. um, I'm doing okay. I'll, I'll be okay. But just positive speak goes yeah. a long way. People don't, you know, you know, a lot of people don't believe in that. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't either, but it, but it does work. Well, I, I, you're not on TikTok, but when you go to TikTok, a lot of times you'll get like, you know, parents talking to their, their young mm-hmm. kids going, I am beautiful. I am great. I am this. I am that. Like, look at the power that they're giving those children going, no matter what my day presents, I have a supportive family. I have my health. I have, you know, a job. I have all these things. If we can do that daily in the mirror to your significant other, you are appreciated. I am proud of you. You are great. I am great. And then turn mm-hmm. that to those positive speaks. Look at how much more confidence people would have. Look at how much more kindness we would have in this world. Not like, oh, my God, I don't like how you're talking. I don't like the person you voted for. I don't like this. You don't do that. So, you're, you know, you've offended me. Damn. I, I'm sorry I was breathing that I, and I offended you. Um, so if we just stop picking each other apart... And, you know, speaking positive in our life, it's going to spread to the people around us. And then they're going to spread it. And then it's just going to be, really qualified. you know, just just that kindness for yourself will speak volumes to the people around you, especially children. Because you, they, they take, they, they are sponges. Sponges. Yeah. So, Number nine. Positively. Set meaningful and attainable goals. Don't make your goals, like, way out there. Like... You know, you can't say, hey, I want to date. I will get out of bed and nothing will hurt. <laughs> I want to date uh, Idris Alba or something like that. Yeah. Mm. No. No, you got to keep it within attainable, honey. Dial it down a little bit. I will get Dutch Bros and not have brain freeze. Yep. Yeah. Super, yep. super simple, though. Like, I think when you're setting those goals, you know, I know, you know, with my, when my children, my older children were little, we used to do this ticket thing. And for each thing that you did without me asking, you got a valued ticket. So the ticket was like 10 cents or you wow. know, 25 cents or whatever. You also had a, a list of things that you were supposed to do. And um, and if you did those and I didn't have to ask you, that was another set of tickets. And then at the end of the month, you can cash your tickets in for, th- you know, Quality time, you know, TV time, staying up late. It, it was a goal. Yeah. Okay. So at the, there was something that they could work towards and they were proud of that they did, but it was teaching them responsibility on top of it. So <laughs> everybody's calling me at once. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Tickets. Oh, so if you, as, as an adult, you can do the same thing. Like, you know what? If I. Write three positives and three negatives daily for a week. I'm going to take myself out for a treat. Or, you know, I'm going to 
give myself time to rest. You know, because we're busy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to set a, a set a time aside for me with nothing else. Now, I may want to be interacting with you, but it's I'm doing it for my health. And so just little tiny things like I'm going to journal. I'm going to read 10 pages tonight in a book, random uh, book I'm reading or whatever. I'm going to research how to buy a computer. I'm going to read. <laughs> yeah, you know, please. So just set goals. And then eventually you'll have a computer. And then yep. eventually you might have a novel. There right? you go. Start writing your, self sto- your life story. You may not ever publish it, but it's something that you can pass it's on. closer. Together. Yeah. Number 10, which which I think is a little different. It's... It, uh, it starts off being open to dating again, but but I'm gonna take that a little take that a little deeper. Just be open to meet people, same sex, opposite sex. Just meet people. It doesn't have to be dating, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm distracted. Okay. It's all right. Um, Thank God you're driving. Say what you said again. I said be open to dating, but be open to to new friendships and relationships. Yeah, not everything to, has to turn into a, not everything has to turn into a romantic. Yeah. Endeavor, even um, though if you're, you know, you know, you got it going on, you really can't. can't <laughs> if you're that can't, chocolate, you <laughs> can't pursue that all the time. You know, you got to give it a break. <laughs> Sexo chocolate, put your hands together. So, Sexo to chocolate, <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Sexo chocolate. Sexo chocolate. I love him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Joking. Doug to the nose. Cho- All right. Joking on chocolate. There oh, you <laughs> I love him. Such a chocolate. <laughs> no, so I think too, like, you can date, but being open to it is different. Do you get that? Like, yes. so yes. I just dated to not be alone and be- to get some free being food. Being open, be- being open to dating is like you're d- dating for a purpose. Yeah. But just dating isn't dating for, purpose, for like, you like a sport food. or for cereal is not cereal. healthy because you're like, workout. Oh, workout. Hey, Bob, come to dinner. Oh, shit. That's not the Bob I invited. But I invited the other Bob too. I think what? Yeah. So yeah, Damn. dating because I think you, you turn off like you shut down, right? You have to shut down to protect yourself. And so when you're open to dating again, mm-hmm. it's I'm going to date. To see where this is going, I'm going to date to, you know, like you said, for a purpose, but not just, a, oh, I'm going to blow them off because it's not really important. You have to make a commitment to that because it's not fair to the other person either. Because there was a couple times I'm just like, yeah, no, we're not going to go on. In my head, I'm like, no, we're not going on another date, but I can make it through another 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So definitely be open to dating and... Make sure you're ready, because a lot of times you're not ready, and you think you're ready. And Even you're if like, you're not ready, go, go ahead and pull the trigger. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, that first, you know, rebound yeah. couple dates, you're like, yep. this is terrible. This is the swamp. Yep. This is sewage. Welcome what the to hell? the jungle. Yeah. Yep. Dating after 25 years. Oh, what? So, what? so back to that special word, cultivating. Cultivating habits like these can help you heal, strengthen your sense of self, and rebuild your life after divorce in an empowering way. The end of one chapter is the chance to start fresh and blossom into your best self. So you need to make your garden the best. Yeah. The best fruit. The Put best some fertilizer on that Put shit. Put some manures in there. Yeah. Get, get some of that stinking manure. Some of that sheep shit. Sheep shit. Sheep, sheep shit. I don't sheep know. shit. Yeah. Sheep shit. 
whatever the shit is. Yeah. Rabbit shit's yeah. good too. Rabbits. Tend to your garden. Yep. Make sure that you use that hoe face. <laughs> you like what, what I did a there? transition. You like what I did there? Yeah. So yeah. Ace hardware. It's okay face. to be a hoe. No. Sometimes. <laughs> Keep your hoeness limited. Water that garden. Woo! Make sure it's wet. <laughs> okay, Dutch Bros kicked in. All yeah. right. All right, everybody. Ten Thank you for listening to 10. Plow that garden. <laughs> to cultivate your post-divorce recovery. <laughs> Damn, folks. It's it's awesome here. Yeah. Yeah. Plow, hammer, hoe, water, everything. Just make the garden wet. Moist. Yes. Here's your 10 positive habits to cultivate after a divorce. Thank you for listening. Have a nice night. Love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.